Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, the co-founder of Axios on starting a new media entity. The smart part is we only hire people who are subject matter experts with deep knowledge of the different areas that we cover. And the brevity part is really a unique format that says, if you're gonna sit down with somebody and I'm just telling you like what's important in a particular news article, I don't need 800 words or 1200 words to convey that. One of my favorite news sources here in the DC region is Axios, which was launched relatively recently and has really come a quite a long way. We had the opportunity now to talk with Roy Schwartz, the co-founder of Axios. There's a very interesting story about how you can start a new media business here in DC. First of all, Roy, thanks for joining us. Oh, absolute pleasure, glad to be here. Well, I'm sure many of our uh, listeners go to Axios for news already, but uh, for those that don't already know about it, what is Axios and why did you guys start it? Yeah, um, you know, I'll start on why we thought we would create it, which is um, myself, uh, Jim Van Dye, who was the CEO of Politico, and uh, Mike Allen, who probably a lot of listeners know, was chief White House correspondent at Politico, started to notice trends in terms of media consumption across the board, whether it was uh, radio, podcasts, uh, TV, news and information. And it was that people were feeling inundated and were feeling like they were overwhelmed. And in fact, when we left Politico, we did a listening tour and we started talking to people across the country. We went to California, went to the Midwest, uh, on the East Coast. And everyone that we talked to basically said the same thing, which is that they were feeling overwhelmed, that they were getting news and information from multiple sources, but always felt like they were behind. Everyone had a stack of newspapers and articles and books that they said they were going to get to, but never had the time to get to. Mm. And so we thought, well, this doesn't make any sense. Like, this is a time where technology has caught up in such a way that you can order an Uber with one click, you can order your groceries with one click, but yet news and information is now more complicated, mm -hmm. harder to get, harder to understand, harder to get through than ever before. And this is way before fake news and all the other issues that have, have come and compounded that since then. So what we set out to do is say, okay, well, how would we solve this? So start from scratch. Like, let's picture ourselves now, 2017, how would we solve the news and information problem? And we came up with this concept called smart brevity, where basically, everything that we would convey to the audience, the reader, the listener, the viewer, would be in a form that is the most efficient way to communicate that information. Mm -hmm. And so you can see it in our newsletters, you can see it on the website, if you watch the videos that we have, everything that we do is in smart brevity. And the smart part is we only hire people who are subject matter experts with deep knowledge of the different areas that we cover. And the brevity part is really a unique format that says, if you're gonna sit down with somebody and I'm just telling you like what's important in a particular news article, I don't need 800 words or 1200 words to convey that. I can tell you the one new thing, the one key piece of information, and then more importantly, I can tell you why it matters. And so we created this concept around smart brevity and, and uh, hopefully your listeners will subscribe to our newsletters, go to the website, watch our videos, and what they'll see is that they get caught up quickly because we are all about that person. We're about how do I convey that information most efficiently to them in what is a very, very complicated world nowadays. You know, it's interesting to me because one of the lessons I learned early on in my business career is that one of the best ways to get a customer to connect with you is respect their time. Yes. And in a lot of ways, you're very customer centric. I'll, I'll say as an aside, I, I like it. it. In a lot of ways, it's the way I as a CEO like getting information from people working for me. Very, very solid. But here's the thing. If you are involved in curating information, there's an enormous responsibility. So um, Axios, the name, means worthy in Greek. And so when we're thinking about 
how do we do this? How do we break through? And and right as we were kind of getting into it, fake news started to be a thing, right? And so we said, look, we have to be worthy of people's time, attention, and most importantly, their trust. Mm -hmm. And so the way in which we are able to do that, and I think also the reason that we broke through as quickly as we did, was we hired people that had a following and that were trusted sources of information. Mm -hmm. So Mike Allen is a trusted source. If you're in technology, Kim Hart and Ina are trusted sources, mm -hmm. right? And so we hired people who already had a following, already had trust, already had established themselves as great journalists. And then we gave them this format and a platform that really took it to another level. So the ability to write clearly, to be able to convey the information clearly, the format in which we are able to do it, I think is is truly reader first and as efficient as possible. So that's a great that's a great issue, the issue of trust. Yeah. And I think that people clearly, some people, not all, but some people clearly value veracity. How do you communicate and create trust in a digital environment where people don't have the opportunity to make eye contact, interact? How do you do it? I think, look, the advantage of this day and age is that you get an opportunity to, right? So it's, it's actually easier than ever to launch a media company because technology has enabled it to, to really be easy. Like if you wanted to launch a print publication, you know, 60 years ago, you would have needed millions of dollars, right? You need right. printing presses and uh, all of these uh, different things. Now, if you want to launch a digital company, you can do it very, very quickly and easily. Mm -hmm. The more difficult part is getting people to pay attention. And I think mm -hmm. people will pay attention if you have the right sources of information. They'll give you a chance, and then you have to prove that you are truly worthy of, of their time and attention, right? And so we were able to do that. So I think this audience is craving for a uh, an efficient way to get caught up on news and information. They're not satisfied with the current sources of information. So they'll give you an opportunity. Then you just have to prove that you're not biased. We, we don't lean left. We don't lean right. We're right down the middle. And that we're very fact-based. So, so if we're trying to convey something, we'll lean on why the facts matter. In fact, we have this whole series around facts matter. And we always end uh, every piece that we publish with what we call an axiom, it might say something like why it matters, it might be be smart, um, but it allows you to really get the nugget of information, the takeaway and the analysis from these experts. What you just described runs so counter to what I've been told many other places. You're telling me that there's actually a craving for information in the middle. I keep hearing that everybody in the media has to chase sound bites and chase to the left or the right to get, to get readership, but that isn't what's happened with you guys. I think that if you're looking to just get clicks, that may be true. You have to be sensational in some way. But what we're trying to do is build trust and credibility. And we really start with people who have that need from a professional standpoint. So people who need news and information in order to do their jobs and understand the world around them. We believe that ultimately that will lead to more and more people wanting and craving that type of information. Because I think the, the reason the fake news thing is a thing is because uh, they understand the bias they can see and, and listen to and read the bias and so it gets them to then have to go to five or six other sources in order to really figure out what's happening yeah and what we want to do is say look you don't have to do that actually you can come to one source that will provide you an unbiased look at that information and what what we do is we think about the filter of what do people really need to know? There is this collision of information right now, and you can see it in what's happening to, to Facebook or Uber or Tesla, where technology, business, politics are all converging. And it is really, we call it the collision, like it's all coming together. Understanding that is extremely difficult. You'd have to go to three, four, five different sources 
What we do is we have expertise in all of those different areas. They talk to each other and then they convey that story in a very holistic manner that says, here's why this is important. Here's what's really happening right now. I think it's really reassuring for me to know that a new source of information can grow from zero to millions, tens of millions of page views. I just love that story. When you started out this entrepreneurial journey, did you have a moment where you thought, oh my God, what have I done? Oh, absolutely. Describe it for me. Uh, startups are an emotional roller coaster. So you have amazing highs, amazing highs, but you also have lows where you get deeply concerned because everything is on the line, your reputation, um, your financial future, like all of these things are just very scary. And so uh, you definitely have those moments where you think, is this going to work? Will people pay attention? You kind of in the back of your mind, you, you know, they will and you hope they will, but you never know until you put it out there. And so, you know, uh, we uh, launched the company, we incorporated in July, we didn't hire really a lot of people until maybe September, we were launching in January, I think by January, we had roughly 40 people. Uh, and you know, we were about to flip this switch and hope that, uh, hope that people tuned in. Uh, we actually managed to get a, uh, an interview with Donald Trump right before he became president. I think it was the last interview he gave before he became president on January 18th. And so we had to actually launch 48 hours earlier than we intended. So we had to make sure that technology was working. We had to make sure that we had everything in place and we were also doing a launch event that same night. So it was a lot that was happening within 48 hours. And I'd say, I got a little worried uh, leading up to that. Would everything work? Uh, would people pay attention? And luckily, it all did, and it broke all away. All right. Thanks a lot for taking the time and joining us, and congratulations on your success so far with Axios. It's a great resource for all of us, and uh, we're really glad you're doing it here in D.C. Oh, great. Um, I'm happy to be here today and share that information, so thank you. Thanks for listening to What's Working in Washington. A special thanks to our sponsor, Eagle Bank. How do you get to be number one in the D.C. area? Eagle Bank did it by putting relationships first. They're flexible, involved, responsive, strong, and trusted. Eagle Bank's goal is your success. Our executive producer is Tracy Madigan. Our online writer is Barbara Ulrich. Music provided by two D.C. region bands, Two Car Living Room, and The Sunbathers. And a huge thank you to our sponsor, Eagle Bank. Please get in touch with us for sponsorship opportunities. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and please rate the podcast. This helps us spread the word about the interesting stories we're telling on what's working in Washington. And let us know who you think we should be talking to on this show. Tweet us at at What's Working DC. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Thanks for listening.